Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's going on, guys? Today's music intro was Boys to Men, End of the Road. It is. It's because the end of the road. We've reached the end. There's no more hockey. The road is done. And Concrete our, is done. And our Asphalt podcast is season is done as well. Yeah, this is the season finale of season two. Or this is the finale of season two. That's a better way to say it. Yes. So today we're going to talk about current events. We're going to talk some Habs news. We're going to make some draft day predictions. Uh, Talk the Stanley Cup final wrap-up. What would be our Stanley Cup celebrations? Uh, We got the Let's Have Some Fun segment and so much more. But first, what has happened since we've been gone? So Gibby... There was a gender reveal gone wrong. So basically, have you ever seen those gender reveal parties where they pitch kind of like a baseball and you're supposed to hit it and it explodes and then... Yeah, and then it's blue or, ye- or green. Uh, blue or green? Or blue or pink, <laughs> sir. Uh, is it a boy blue or an or alien? <laughs> <laughs> blue or pink, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so basically what happened was his buddy threw a heavy slider and it hit grandpops right in the face and exploded right in his face. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, on. Yeah. So well, was yeah. it a boy or a girl? Uh, actually I think it was a boy. Yeah. So pretty funny. Okay. Check that video out. It's on the internet. Um, the IHOP changed their name to IHOB. So terrible. Because they have burgers now. Yeah, it's so terrible. You guys are the international house of pancakes. Don't change it up. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, they had like a huge thing for like two weeks straight. Do you guys, do you guys, can everybody guess what the B stands for? And there was like some absolutely terrible guesses. I saw someone say books, (laughs) international house of books. Like what the hell? (laughs) What the heck? Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I find that weird. The IHOP. Yeah, it was weird. It's a terrible so they, name. I, I don't even know. Are they just like a, abandoning their pancakes now and just stri- sticking to burgers? Like, I don't even know. I don't know. I, well, I'm sure they're still going to have pancakes unless they're changing completely to a burger house, uh, a burger spot. I don't, I don't know. know. We're going to have to do some more research. Either way, Bad I business. find it weird. Bad unless business. they're just completely dropping the pancakes and turning to burgers, then it makes sense. Yeah. But we'll, we'll I see. guess we'll see. Uh, horse Justify wins its sixth race this year and the Triple Crown. Mm. Yeah, I saw a lot of people were betting on that on that yeah. race. Yeah, I, I was betting not, on the horse, horse Gronkowski. <laughs> you know how they have the <laughs> horse Gronkowski? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not much into the horse racing either, but I mean, it's I know it's a big deal to win the Triple Crown. So congrats to Justify. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey's going, uh, she's into the UFC Hall of Fame. Is she deserving? Eh, I don't know. Um, she, like, okay, I guess I guess you could say, yeah, she paved the way for female MMA in the UFC. So, uh, yeah, I guess you could say she's a Hall of Famer. Uh, now, as for her octagon performances, she was fantastic, but she fell off huge and fast. So, I don't know. I'm going to say yeah. yes just because she paved the way. Yeah, I think that, yeah, definitely because, I mean, Dana White was not even thinking about bringing women into the UFC, but she really is the one who stepped up and made a face for women's uh, fighting in the UFC. So, yeah, I think that, I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter your success. I mean, just, I mean, there's a lot of athletes back in the day who weren't that great. Their numbers may not be great, but they're the originators. So, I mean, I think that has to stand for something. So I can agree with this decision. Yeah. Speaking of somebody who will not be in the UFC Hall of Fame, CM Punk <laughs> <laughs> lost again. Oh my God! And he Just got dominated. Yeah, KO'd. No, no, no. I thought it was a KO. Buddy was like, uh, to tell you the truth, and Dana White was really upset. Buddy, w- like, it looked like he wasn't even trying to finish. The fight, he was just like almost toying with him. I mean, I felt really bad mm-hmm. for CM Punk. He looked like he was struggling in there. He was tired. He was bloody. Uh, and the other guy just looked like he wasn't even trying. So, I mean, another embarrassing outing. I just, I think that it's time for CM Punk to find something else to do. He's not suited for mixed martial arts. I, th- I think it's no. over for him. No, I think he just should stick to the WWE. Yeah. 
Definitely. And I, I, t- I don't even think he can go back to the WWE because I think he's like has a lawsuit against them or something. So maybe really? he'll have to go to like TNA <laughs> wrestling or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with CM Punk. But Terrible. definitely don't step back into, into the octagon. Unless maybe they'll put him up against Floyd Mayweather. Huh? Yeah, who knows, right? <laughs> that would be Give a good Give Floyd fight. a little easier fight. Yeah, that w- I would pay to watch that. Um, s- moving to basketball, the Warriors win again. Are you surprised? <sighs> no, man. Their team is so good. They have like they're so good. You can't yeah. beat them. Yeah, I mean, I knew that if the Rockets didn't beat them, there's no way the Cavs were going to beat them. That was yeah, pretty much their finals. It was close, and that yeah. was their finals, and that was it. I'm not surprised, and I'm kind of I'm kind of getting sick of it. I think that uh, I don't know these other teams need to get more competitive, or just blow up the Warriors. Yeah, no, they they're planning. Actually, the GM already came out and said he's planning to st- uh, keep them together. So see what happens. Uh, LeBron we'll though, see. LeBron claims that he broke his hand in Game One after that knucklehead play by J.R. Smith running out the clock. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I guess yeah, self-inflicted hand punched, punched a wall, right? Yeah, something or like that. Clipboard or, or something, or maybe he punched J.R. Smith in the head. <laughs> I don't Wake know what it was. But uh so yeah. Poor guy. Nah, I don't know. Staying Poor on that, guy. so Kevin Love came out and said he wants to play with LeBron for the rest of his career. <laughs> of course you yeah, do. If you wanna if <laughs> you wanna ride coattails, go ahead, bud. <laughs> That's like of course of course he wants to. Who doesn't want to play with LeBron? You don't have yeah, to do seriously. anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, uh I think yeah, it's fine. more like you don't even have to say it, man. Like it's just expected. <laughs> Obviously, you want to play with the guy. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, I hope LeBron finds a good home where he can be successful. I truly do. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Casey, uh, the Raptors' ex-coach, got a job already. He lands uh, in Detroit. He's going to be the coach of the Pistons. Yeah, yeah that was expected. He was yeah, I, f- I knew job. he was going to get a job. Yeah. One coach of the year. So yeah. obviously he's a good guy's coach. A stud. He knows what guy's he's doing. A stud. He's a good coach, and like I said, I don't think that his firing was deserving. I feel like he did a lot of good things, but I mean, something had to be done, and he he's yeah. just the first head to roll. That's just the way it works sometimes. It's pro sports, boys and girls. Yes, it is. Uh, Donald Trump turned down your boys, the <laughs> Eagles, and then he canceled uh. the Golden State visit. <laughs> Yeah, because nobody wants to go there. He's making it look like yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah I'm the he's one canceling. He's such a child. Nobody just wants, nobody wants to show up. Let's be he's real. He's such a child. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you don't want to come? Well, you're not invited. Nobody's <laughs> you know, invited. Like, I'm canceling. Oh, you can't. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> like, he's that yeah. type of guy. Like, he's so childish. Up. And now he's taking grow shots up. at Trudeau. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, our boy. Donnie. I don't know, Donnie. Donnie. I don't know, Donnie. Uh, Julian Edelman, he tests positive for PEDs. Yeah. It was some yeah. unknown, they say some unknown PED or something. Really? Yeah. So, what, he's expected to be suspended for, what, is it five or six games usually? I'm not sure. I didn't check the suspension. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think know. it's standard when you test in the NFL is like, I think five, six games or whatever. Yeah. But whatever. Tom Brady will Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> he'll he'll make somebody into a superstar. Probably an ex Bill, yeah. an ex Bills receiver. <laughs> he'll make that guy into a superstar. That's just always what happens. Exactly. Uh, speaking of ex Bill, T O, Terrell Owens. T O, ex Bill and ex Eagle. <laughs> yeah, not attending the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Is he supposed to be inducted? Yeah, he is, but he, he, I think he's bitter he, because he he they took so long. <laughs> oh my god. Another yeah, one that's just such a baby. Yeah, right. Up. Like come on, man. Just be happy you're in. Not yeah, everybody makes it, up. bro. <laughs> like yeah. another guy. Like, come on, man. Just enjoy it. You're in. Now he does, he said, Oh, I'm gonna celebrate with, you know, other people, people who care. <laughs> oh my god. What a baby. Yeah. yeah, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. People just uh have no respect. Such a lack of respect. Lack of respect, man. Well, that's all we got for now. Time to Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Alright. Habs News. Uh Renat Valiev is signed. Yeah. 
there was false rumors earlier. You know, they say that he's going back to the K, but nope. Mark called him up and said, hey, bud, we want to sign you. So it's confirmed that he isn't going back to Russia then? That is confirmed. Perfect. Nice. So <laughs> hopefully hopefully we can get him. Because uh, you know what? I actually, we saw him in a little small sample size. So, I mean, you can't really judge. But he didn't look bad. I mean, yeah. and it's only, it's a one-year, two-way, 850000 at the a- NHL level, eighty k mm-hmm. at the AHL level. Uh, I th- believe he has one hundred and five k guaranteed. Um, I mean, we got him in the Plecky deal. He seems like he's an all right player. He's got obviously has some some growing up to do and developing to do. But yeah, I'm excited to see if he cracks the uh, Laval Rocket uh, lineup. We'll see, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, for the record, Plekanic, uh succeeded his mission. Yes, you know, getting the Leafs out in the first round. There's one, and now that full Plakanich deal is still together. So we have everything, all the pieces. So, Boom. so that's that's uh, one thing. But I mean, it looks like Renat saying goodbye to Renat. Renat saying goodbye to Renat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get that. Renat. Renat is his name, and Renat saying goodbye. Oh, <laughs> that's a terrible yeah, joke. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, to that's tell you terrible. the truth, though, listen, I agree with you. I know he didn't play much, but I thought he showed some promise. Um, and I think this is a typical Mark Bergevin creating internal competition. Um, yeah. But, you know, the whole left side of the Habs D is a question mark. From the first pair pretty much to the third. Uh, based, you know, okay, based on, the, on a contract, you would say Alsner is penciled in. Mm-hmm. But... I think if his struggles continues, uh, you c- he could find himself out of the lineup, and yeah. I think I think this will end up being a good signing for Laval and the Habs, right? I mean, yeah. it could work out for both. Uh, it doesn't fix the problem on the left side; it just creates some healthy competition to help solidify the the bottom pair and Laval starters. In the yeah, end, a little so. bit more depth. Depth never hurt nobody. Exactly. Um, Trevor Timmons interview. After the combine, did you did you see the yeah. interview there? What do you make? I of did. That? I did. Okay. First off, shout out to Francis Bouillon for taking cold effects. Okay. <laughs> I watched the video of the Timmins interview, but prior to the video, you know how they always have those like little ads that before videos, oh, yeah, like yeah, the video yeah. before the video. So it was an ad of Bouillon talking about cold effects and how good it is. Yeah, so. I'm I'm a fan. Except, but me, I'm the cold <laughs> effects tea. I don't like the capsules. I'm, I drink the tea. It's jam packed yeah. with zinc. If you feel something coming on, little, take it. Little and you know what? I'm gonna. Throat. I gotta get. A, I gotta get a hold of cold effects now because I, we gotta get paid <laughs> for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we gotta get paid for this promoting. Uh, no, but all, honestly, all jokes aside, I uh, I really liked the interview. Uh, he he seemed very very calm, very confident, and he was joking with the media, so it was good. I uh, I especially loved his analogy regarding golf and like gathering information about each player when he was asked if interviews were as important as the physical component and the skills overall skills of a player. I mean, it's it's true if you look at it that way. You have to look at it all at all the different aspects of the player. So mm-hmm. from their skills to how they're overall how they carry themselves, if they speak with confidence and whatnot. Um, it's a tough process to uh, to assess a player and. He said each component is like a golf bag and golf clubs. You need yeah. each component of a golf cl- or, sorry, you need each component or golf club to put forth the best result. And he also went and said that the putter is the best and the most important club in the bag, just like the results on the ice is the most important aspect they judge. But everything is important. Uh, yeah. I also I also liked how uh, how he 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 said he doesn't want to pick players based off immediate impact. He wants to he wants to assess players and he wants to pick the the player that they believe is a complete player that'll be successful for years to come. Yep. He also said it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah that's a, that's a cliche. Yeah, so <laughs> well there's something we uh, say in the scouting <laughs> world uh, it's not a, well duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost never um, a sprint. When's it, when is it really a sprint? Yeah, it's a sprint, exactly. guys, not a marathon. <laughs> when is it ever? <laughs> uh, so, based off the interview, I, I feel pretty confident that Timmons is in the right mindset to help Bergevin. Uh, I'm also confident 
when he said, if you draft off need and the player doesn't pan out, then you've wasted the asset. I like that because it kind of, it shows that a guy like Zadina is definitely on their priority list. Yeah, he's not uh, a so need, to, so to speak. He's not. He's not exactly a need, but also he's a player that you want to take because of how good he is projected to be. So yeah. I like that he said that, as yeah, opposed to I what mean, Bergerman said prior in the, his past interview. <laughs> yeah, where it was. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. It's nice to hear. Yeah. No, I agree, and I, I think the main thing I like about Timmins is, uh, like, after he talks, you just feel confident. Yeah. You know, he knows what he's talking about. He says the right things, and he doesn't just say it to say it. You truly get the sense that he means it. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't, I, you never get that after Mark Bergevin speaks. Uh, I've said that. I don't think he communicates that well, but, for you know, Trevor Timmons knows what he's talking about. He makes you feel like it's in good hands. And I've said it many times, you know, let this guy control the draft. Let him orchestrate everything and sit back and enjoy the show. That's what Mark Bergevin should do. Just bring some yeah. popcorn. Uh, smart food, if you like. You know, I like yeah, smart food. Healthier, healthier option. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just I, I'm confident in him, and I think I think he's going to do I'm, – I'm confident. I think he's going to do a good job this year. Yeah. I guess we have to see the draft, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Canadians are hosting uh, separate combines in Sweden and in Quebec before the draft. I think one of them is today. I think the Sweden yeah. one is today. But uh, I'm not really overly concerned with that one or looking into that one just because that one's more so for the guys that uh, they may try and sign for the AHL level. Um, It's also the guys that uh, didn't get the invite to the NHL Combine. Mm -hmm. So nothing, it's it's not major, nothing major. It's more so just a inner, inner type of thing and more so it's like an AHL level concern. So I guess it's just kind of a, to build up that uh, that AHL and even the ECHL level, see if they can find some hidden gems. Well, to no, develop. these are still young kids. They're still young prospects. They could no, they yeah, could yeah, draft. No, these. I know, I know. They could yeah. still draft these kids. So I think that they need to look. I mean, I, I like it. I, I think that they looked at some kids from the queue back in Montreal. Uh, mm-hmm. They're gonna look at some kids in Sweden. I mean, go to Russia next. I mean, just keep going. <laughs> look yeah. at everything. You got so many picks this year. If you decide to to use them all, I mean. We're stacked with picks. We need to study yeah. these players as, as much as possible. I mean, you need to decide. Uh, you, you need to check this year's draft class. You need to study it. You need to see if, if it's good enough to use all the draft picks. You know, mm-hmm. maybe Or maybe you can get what you want early and make some trades to, to pick up some assets or pick up some players for now for the team. I mean, there's so much to look at. I think holding their own combines only can only work in a positive way, in my opinion. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. I think. I think also it should help quiet the haters because they're looking at some players from the queue, like I mentioned. I mean, mm-hmm. just a short time ago, we we were criticized for not drafting French players. So at least we're putting in the effort. We're trying to look at everything, every option here, and they're taking this draft serious. So that's something to be excited about. Yeah. Um. The Habs fired their Ontario scout, Steve Ludzik. Junior. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Right before uh, the draft. Yeah, I guess maybe they, uh, maybe he gave some inside scoop that uh, they didn't really thought was the path that Montreal needed to take. So they said, "See you later, bud." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I think. Okay, people say like you know it's interesting firing a guy this close to the draft. Why would they right before the draft? Of course, uh, they're gonna say that just to cause speculation and all the garbage. Just leave it alone. It is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, I th- obviously he was not up to par with his work because if he was, there'd be no reason why they would fire him. Yeah, of course. Right? This is an important time of year for all scouts everywhere. So if you're not performing how the organization needs you to, then bye-bye. Yeah, this is not surprising to me at all. I'm sure it's more common. It's like, hey, this is crunch time. If you're not getting the work done, then you're out of here. You know, yeah. you're gone. Like, hey, uh, Steve, uh, where's the reports for the kid? No. Oh, uh, I'll have it on your desk tomorrow. Okay, you're out of here, bud. <whistles> gone. See you later. That's that's what happened. Yeah. I'm from Ontario, so I know. Ontario. <laughs> uh, and then this one I just find, you know, because remember when we picked up, when we signed Carl Alsner, he left the Capitals, and he <laughs> said he, he wanted to come to Montreal to win now. 
Yeah. And now his ex-team <laughs> wins the Stanley Cup. Uh, it's a little bit of a hiccup on his part. But, I mean, it's impossible to tell whether or not a team is going to win the Cup or if they're going to compete. Like, I'm sure he came to Montreal thinking that Montreal was going to compete and make playoffs, and they finished bottom of the league. So, personally, <laughs> I mean, personally, in the beginning of the playoffs, I didn't think Washington had it in them. And then, look, they ended up hosting, hoisting the cup, right? I don't think anybody so, did. No, like, and me and me, you and uh, your dad actually had a conversation prior to our playoff draft, um, or playoff pool, however you want to call it. We ended up think we we all said, "Is this the year that Washington doesn't choke?" And we said, uh, "I think we're going to stay away from Washington players." Yeah, I chose uh, Kuznetsov though, and he was a beast, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't enough. I went yeah, all. I went hard on Philly. If I didn't go hard on Philly, <laughs> I don't I know probably why would have won. <laughs> I know. I had no clue. That was a bit of a big mistake. Uh, but, but staying high on risk, <laughs> high reward. Yeah, staying on Alsner. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad. <laughs> There's yeah, nothing worse you, than watching the team you just left win a cup, right? I mean, didn't that happen no, to Hosa? It happened to Hosa back in it the happened day. Happened to Hosa right? back to back with Pittsburgh yeah, right? and Chicago. He went That's to, right, and I, I believe he went, he went to Chicago. No, he went to Pittsburgh, Chicago won the cup. He went yeah. to Chicago, and then Pittsburgh won the cup. Didn't it happen to a Ginla, something similar to, something like that? Where he, uh, I, or he had, no, he had the opportunity to yeah, either join Pittsburgh or Boston or something like that, right? And they yeah, were going to pick he, him up, yeah, but he, he chose Boston. Yeah, he, he uh, I think he... He like he waived his he didn't waive his no trade clause so he he declined a trade to Pittsburgh and then yeah. he waived it for Boston and they ended up losing yeah. and they ended up losing right yeah yeah that was funny so I mean when these ki- type of things happen I mean it, it sucks but yeah. I mean what do you know right Alsner walks and they win the cup. I mean, I don't want to hey. get crazy here, but maybe he was slowing him down. He was he was the <laughs> issue, probably. He was the, the poison. And look uh, where he is now. I mean, I think either way, if Alsner doesn't turn his game around early this year, I don't see him finishing out his contract. Actually, I, they released, I think the score released a, a list of the every Potential bio players. Top bio, yeah, and Alsner is top of the list for the Habs. Yeah, whatever. That's. I don't think they will. I don't think Mark is gonna. I don't think they're gonna buy him out. I think they're gonna give him one more chance. I mean, he was not dreadful. I mean, in the beginning of the year, he stunk. He was a little bit better towards the end. I think they're gonna give him one chance. He looked good with Jolson. Yeah, I think the well, Jolson probably picking him up, but (laughs) the thing (laughs) is, is we can't. I know, but we can't have guys slowing our players down. It's like Weber, get him a good partner. Jolson, get yeah. him a good partner. Let's insulate these guys so they can be the best. Not, you know, oh, let's put this guy with this guy because he makes him better. No. Yeah. We need guys who are going to help each other. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of that, the Stanley Cup final, Vegas versus Washington results. Gibby, you are yeah. right. Of course I am. I'm always right. Uh, okay, first things first, I want to congratulate the Washington Capitals because I know that they're, uh, they're listening to this. So Congrats, I wanna... here's some claps. Yeah. So I want to congratulate them <laughs> on winning the Stanley Cup. Um, also, a big congratulations Winner, to the Knights for reaching the Stanley Cup Finals in their inaugural season. Uh, I'm sure mo- not Congrats. many of us... Exp- no claps yeah. for you. No claps. Booze. Um, <laughs> I'm sure not many of us expected Golden, the Golden Knights to be there, but, uh, for one thing though, I, I'm glad that they didn't end up winning because I'm not sure I would be able to watch hockey if a team who won the Stanley cup in their first season. Um, now as for my predictions, I predicted Washington would win in six. They won in five. So I was one game off. They did a little bit earlier than I expected, but it is what it is. And as mm-hmm. for the Con Smythe winner, I got that right as well. I predicted Ovechkin would win, and Ovechkin won. Okay, Personally, but we, like, that, that's easy. Like, everybody knew. If Washington won, Ovechkin was going to win. If the Vegas yeah. if Knights won, Fleury was going to win. We know. There's nobody going to take it away. Personally, I would have given it to Kuznetsov because he had 
the most points in the whole playoffs, but nah. it is what it is. Ovechkin deserves it because Ovechkin is ha- it's been a long time for the guy, so thumbs up for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Gets the double uh, thumbs up from Gibby. Okay, let's make it four thumbs cuz Lewis is giving him thumbs too. Okay. Uh I picked Vegas. But simply because I wanted to reverse integrity, Jason. integrity, and that's exactly. that's a that's thousand percent factual. And yes, the integrity of the show, one of us had to be right. So I mean, no. To be honest, I actually thought that Vegas had it in the bag. I th- I expected, you know, the way they I I expected them to be better. The Vegas that I expected in round two is the Vegas that showed up to the finals. That's what happened. I mean, the Caps were hungry. They were physical. And most of all, they got to Flurry. And I think um, Flurry was the, the Vegas team's Achilles heel throughout yeah. the whole playoffs. And I think after game two, I mean, it's just you could see the momentum shift in the whole series. They ran out of ammunition. Ovi and the Caps finally got what they deserved for a long time. I mean, the goaltending was great. The Stars stepped up. And the role players did their job. And I think it ultimately led to the victory. So I'm just going to say congrats to the Caps. Um, but, man, how about the videos of Ovi partying? <laughs> Is that yeah, just he's going hard. It's he's just, like, hard. hilarious. But also just refreshing to yeah. see. I know a lot of people are hating, but this guy has, you know... He he's given his blood, sweat, and tears into he this game, it. all to win party. this trophy. He's given everything to this franchise. He did not. He chose to stay here forever, even through the tough times. I mean, let the man live. Yeah, he's I not agree. breaking any laws or anything like that. Let him live. He's just having fun. So I mean, it was great. I thought you know the Stanley Cup Finals wasn't as. I mean, the games were pretty good, but I mean, it wasn't as close as people were hoping. I think Washington just, they smelled blood, uh, and yeah. they went for the kill, and that's what happened. So congrats to them, uh, yeah. and uh, we'll be happy to dethrone you next year. Go Habs, go. Boom. Lewis dropped the mic. <laughs> so you know what time it is now, Gibbs? What time is it, sir? Tweets of the week. <laughs> what you got? Well, I got two. Uh, the first one is, I saw one. It said, nine years ago, my middle school science teacher told me I will never amount to nothing. Eight years later, I got his daughter pregnant. Life's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a picture, it's a picture of uh, him kissing, <laughs> kissing his baby with the, with the girlfriend on the side. Oh, my God. Yeah, another one was... Uh, so I don't know if you saw Connor <laughs> McKenna. Connor McKenna chirping how Lars Eller is a better version of Andrew Shaw. Yeah, yeah. So somebody ended up because uh, McKenna didn't really mention Andrew Shaw in the tweets, but somebody ended up doing that, and I guess Andrew Shaw saw it. His reply was classic. So yeah, uh, I saw it. He, yeah. he replied to <laughs> he replied with a YouTube video. So I'm like, what the hell did he reply? So I click it, and it's the uh, the classic Patrick Wah. I can't hear what Jeremy is saying with my two rings. So plugging I my mean, ear. Yeah, shots fired, Andrew <laughs> Shaw with his two rings. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that was surfaced that all was around. I think it was. Beauty I think response. it was the Eagles dares again. The John. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wilson guy. So yeah, he did that again. So yeah, that was that was pretty funny, and yeah. well played by uh, uh, Andrew Shaw. Good for yeah. him. Um, so, oops. Again, forgot <laughs> to mute. No problem. Uh, <laughs> so, me was yesterday. I mean, Damien Cox yeah. tweeted, Rafael Nadal won his 11th French Open today. No video yet of him drunkenly rolling around in a public fountain because apparently some believe that's how champions should behave. Damien. Seriously, but okay. Damien. First of all, Rafa Nadal won his seventh <laughs> championship. Okay, not his first. Okay, I mean, it's like it's like having your seventh child. Yeah. Everybody stops caring after the third. Everybody knows that. I mean, the baby just pops out. You probably stay home and watch the game for the seventh. You won't even go to the hospital, right? 
Hey, babe, just had the kid. <laughs> okay, I'll come pick you I up. I mean, okay, that <laughs> that's extreme <laughs> and a joke. It's a joke, people. So don't yeah, don't take it easy. Me. But I mean, is there anything in this world that feels the same winning the seventh as it does the first? No. You know, I mean, Damien Cox, like th- that's an unnecessary, idiotic tweet. The guy is having fun. He's not being violent. He's not breaking the law. I mean, the president of the United States is more embarrassing than Ovechkin. <laughs> so all the power to Ovi and the Caps. You know what I mean? Keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy this. Have fun. Da- people like Damien Cox, I mean, just mute that guy. Mute him. Mute him. Yeah. So you know what time it is now, Gibby? What time? The return of Hab a Prediction. I got a bad feeling about this. Okay. I want to ask you, who will the Habs draft first overall? First overall or like third overall? You know what I mean, sir. For in the first okay. round. <laughs> Not okay. first overall. <laughs> Rasmus Dalin. <laughs> That's easy. First round. Um, first round for the, with their first pick in the draft. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just had to clarify. Worded that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Zadina. Zadina's coming to the Habs, and I think it'll be a huge mistake if we pass up on any of the th- top three projected guys. I think we're going to end up having to pick up the slack. Well, not pick up the slack. That sounds really negative. Um I think Sveshnikov's going to get picked second. Zanina's going third. Chalk it up. I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going with Philippe Zadina. Zadina. Great name. I mean, if we say it, if you put it out there into the universe, it's going to happen. So that's how I live my life. Yes. So Zadina it is. Okay. Will they trade any of their second round picks? Yes. I think we package a couple of our uh, second rounders and we get good value for them so we're gonna trade two of them Ooh, okay yes i'm going to say we trade one of the picks and a player for something yeah okay yeah it's definitely gonna be a package for second rounders will they trade max pacioretty not in the offseason i think if we do trade him it's if the season becomes a dud and he becomes a rental player and we trade him for assets, that's so before my the take draft. on that. Because next show not is traded. after the draft. So he's not, not traded. traded. He's still nope. a hab. Still a hab. I'm, I'm saying he's still going to be a hab. Yeah, I agree. And which team will win draft day? Honestly, all bias aside, the winners of the first round obviously are Buffalo Sabres for drafting Deline. But the entire draft as a whole, it has to be Montreal if we draft and trade properly. We have all the right assets to create depth and gain a lot of assets to further better our team. So I'm going with the Montreal Canadiens as the winners of the draft. Yeah, I'm going with the Buffalo Sabres. They win draft day. You get stud in Rasmus Dalin. You have a stud in Jack Eichel. I mean, yeah. Right there, you got a stud forward, a stud defenseman for years to come. They're the winners, 100%. Anybody, I would always say whoever gets Dalene is the winner. So that's my winner. Okay. And we'll reevaluate that in our post-draft show with the boss, Rick Stevens. But the for now, man. Oh, the myth, the legend, Rick All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net And we're back. 
back at it again, and it's Lewis and the Gibby and friends. 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 Lewis, Gibby, friends, we're here. We're yeah, friends. Let's do it. Yes, we're friends. All right. Time for quick thoughts. Quick thought, Gibby. Is Vegas the best road city in the NHL to win a Stanley Cup? Oh, yeah. 100%. Just, okay, imagine winning in Vegas and then going out partying all day and all night. I mean, look at Washington. They're having the time of their lives. Ovi, <laughs> Ovi's having the time of his life. It's, it looks like a dream come true for them, and I'd love to live that dream. Yeah. I mean. What do you think? Hands down. I mean, it's, it's, better than, it's better than winning at home, I think. Who the hell wants a party <laughs> at D.C.? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, Montreal, Montreal wouldn't be a, pr- <laughs> a, a bad party city to, to win no, the Mon- I love Montreal. Montreal is a fantastic city to party in. But, but man, Vegas is not comparable. Vegas is unreal. I mean, they should just do... like they, Vegas should just host a Stanley Cup <laughs> like every year. <laughs> like not, even if they're not in it, just let both teams play there the whole series. <laughs> because the <laughs> celebration there is, is is just worth it. Fantastic. You know what I mean? So, again, sorry about that. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> definitely the best. Yeah. In the West. Uh, another quick thought. Have rumor accounts ruined rumors for everybody? <sighs> Honestly, I don't even pay any mind to those stupid rumor accounts. Such a waste of time. Because, I mean, majority of them have no credibility whatsoever. Most of them even in bio say close, closely to the Habs organization or former NHL player. But it's like an anonymous source. It's just like, dude, why? Like, stop. R- rumor accounts have ruined it. I'm telling you. It's just like you, now you just don't believe anything. You just read it and you're like, haha, good one, bud. You know? Yeah, and it's just, I saw some. You don't ones. see you don't see too many people with rumors anymore. Like no. with valid rumors, no, right? I mean, yeah, those insiders like Bob McKenzie. I mean, you can trust those guys when when those they say something. That's because yeah, they actually talk to somebody. But I mean, man, yeah. so many fake rumors out there. It's just like you just now. I mean, I think I, I've come to the point where I just wait for it to happen. I speculate my own type of things. I listen to those insiders, but these rumor accounts have just, they're just terrible, man. Yeah, a little demoralizing. It's like, dude, just leave it alone. Let everything fall into place when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor break. Break rumor. Hockey insider spelt with three I's. Eklund. (laughs) Hockey insider (laughs) spelt with three I's. (laughs) All right. So, and final quick thought. If you won the Stanley Cup, how would you celebrate? Okay. So if I won the Cup, probably celebrate with a nice glass of wine, quiet night in, watching movies with a a candlelit dinner. That's, I don't know, that's how I look at it. Come on. No, man, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably be doing the exact same thing that Washington Maybe I'd do that one night. Yeah, (laughs) like at the end. The last night. The last night with the Cup. need a little, Yeah. Last but night with the nah, cup, you know. I'd probably run around tonight. naked during the parade. I'd do a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'd go hard. Okay, so I got a list of things that I would do with the cup. Oh, my God. I'd here we go. definitely eat some of my like grandmother's recipe homemade soup out of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd drink beer out of the cup. That's a given, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'd, I want to take the cup on a roller coaster with me. Uh, I want to <laughs> drive down the street with the cup as my passenger in a convertible car. Okay. Um, I, I want to take the cup to the movies, eat popcorn out of its head. <laughs> um, That's good. <laughs> and the last thing I want to do is we're from Toronto, so I want to do the CN Tower Skywalk. <laughs> nice. You know, there's a thing where you, you, you tie yourself off to, like, uh, harness and bungees and stuff like that, and you kind of just go to the top of the CN Tower and you lean over and look down on the city. And I want to tie that cup up and I want to just hold it above the whole city of Toronto and scream, "Go Habs, go!" Boom. That's my list. And I mean, I wish I could win the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could just buy a replica cup and do all those things. Yeah, let's hey, do we it. could. Hey, we put it on our. Uh, 
on our YouTube. Yeah, that's channel. a great. That's a great YouTube video right there. I'm gonna get a replica cup, and uh, we're gonna make a, a skit of uh, what we would do with the cup. But I just told everybody so. Yeah, we'll Here expect it idea. though. Yeah, it's okay. It'll still be fun. Yeah. All right, Gibby. You know what time it is now. What time is it, Lewis? The final segment of the show. Let's have some fun. All right, so in this edition of Let's Have Some Fun, we are going to tell the fans our all-time favorite player for each sport. Let's start with the NBA. This was something that kind of was surfacing around uh, Twitter, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I thought we would share with our listeners what our favorites are. So let's start with the NBA. Who's your favorite NBA player of all time? Of all time? Uh, it's got to be Kobe Bryant. Yeah? Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Love Kobe Bryant. Guy put up 81 points against us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kobe was That's why Kobe you love him? Great. Kobe was great, man. He's a great player. Great player. Yeah. And, uh, my, my answer is the answer. Allen Iverson. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one, actually. You like that, eh? Yeah. The I, answer. Allen Iverson. Yeah, I yeah. that a lot. AI, man. I was just, I loved him. I, I, I feel like his career should have went longer. I mean, the guy was just a stud. He will always go down as one of the best. Just such a great player. Yeah, I agree. NFL. My boy, Brian Dawkins. Uh, who? S- Brian Dawkins. You don't know Who's who that, that is? He's... No. Uh, Played for the Eagles. He was the safety for the Eagles. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Guy was, he was a fantastic motivational speaker. He was like the Ray Lewis of the Eagles, minus the killings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, mine is Thurman Thomas. Who? Running back for the Thurman Thomas. Running back for the Buffalo Bills, man. I have no idea who that is. He's a stud. Five time, he's a five time pro bowler. Three-time first-team All-Pro. Guy is a stud. He won MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, I mean, he's on the Buffalo Bills Wall of Fame. The guy was a stud. Probably one of the best uh, running backs that the Bills ever seen. And, uh, yeah, he's okay. in the Hall of Fame. And uh, okay, guy's a stud, Thurman Thomas. Major League Baseball. Who's your favorite of all time? Derek Jeter. Best player to ever play the game. Guy had class. He was the best shortstop ever. It's my boy. It's my favorite player of all time. For me, it's a little closer to home. Roberto Alomar. Okay. He was always That's a good my one. Favorite, That's man. another good I, one. I like that. Yeah, I, I loved Roberto, man. He was, he was just a stud. Roberto. I mean, again, Hall of Famer. Guy's a beauty. Roberto. Uh, NHL, and we touched on this on our YouTube video. Yeah, Carey Price is your favorite player. Carey Price Carey is your Price. favorite of all time. Yeah, all time, all time. Oh, he's nice. one of my nice. favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite player, man. Guy's a classic. Just his uh, overall nonchalant play, very confident. Just uh, brought a sense of calming to the entire team. Loved it. Yeah. If you've seen our video, you know that who mine is. It's Pavel Bure, the Russian Rocket. I always loved his style. And you know one thing I loved was, you know those old-school Canuck jerseys? Oh, those were the, like the amazing. O? I yeah. just remember him in those jerseys. I love those jerseys. And Pavel Bure, what a stud. I mean, if you look at the games he played, the amount of goals he scored, I know his career wasn't long, but he was just a stud. And I feel like he was a player built back then. For today's style of game, that's how fast he was and how good he was. Okay. Uh, golf. Uh, I'm not big on golf, but uh, I mean, probably the best player of all time in golf, Tiger Woods, most dominant player in uh, golf. Not Mike Weir. No. VJ no. Singh. No. Oh wow, I haven't. I don't remember that. Whatever became <laughs> of that guy? He's still. He's still. I think he's still on the tour. He's still around. <laughs> Guy's like 76. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, golf. You can golf at seventy six. Yeah, he's on the old timer tour now. Ball like forty <laughs> clock, forty yards. Uh, whatever. Still better. Tiger Woods. Still better than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. 
Uh, yeah, Tiger Woods. Vir- virtual golf doesn't count, Gibbs. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, who? It's Tiger yeah. Woods. In our generation, yeah, exactly. it's Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, tennis. Rafael Nadal. Oh, really? Yeah. He's so classy. I mean, he just won his seventh Open there and whatever, and look at him. He doesn't even jump in a pond. What a classy Man, guy. He's so good. <laughs> Greatest hair and headband in the game. King of the clay. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I'm not a tennis Andre, guy. <laughs> mine is Andre Agassi. <laughs> I just I, I remember growing up watching Andre Agassi a lot, and uh, I'm not a huge tennis guy. I like tennis. I do watch some of the big tournaments. I find it really fun, especially live. Tennis live is awesome to watch. I definitely recommend it. But yeah, you've Andre watched Agassi tennis live. Yeah, yeah, of uh, the Rogers Cup. Oh my here god! Here in Toronto. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, I, believe believe it or not, it's actually a really good time. It's a fun time. Okay. You would enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> soccer. I think we're gonna be the dare, same here. Dare to Zlatan. Really? Zlatan Ibrahimovic, man, I love that's that your guy. favorite soccer player, dude. He's so good. <laughs> I love him. He's so like his oh, whole attitude yeah. and his he's a great player, but his whole attitude is hilarious. Like our country is disa- our country is disappointed in him. I don't care, man. Whenever dude, whenever he's asked like or what do you compare where do you compare yourself amongst the greats? This guy actually says you never compare a lion to humans. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's dude, he's so like I don't know, there's something about him that just yeah, I get no, his, like I just he, get he it. He was a great player. You know, believe it or not, my favorite soccer player is Ronaldo, not Cristiano. Fat Ronaldo. Number nine Ronaldo. Fat Ronaldo. Growing up, man. Yeah, I guess now he's fat, but back then he wasn't. But anyway, growing up, I used to kind of, people, when I used to have a shaved head, people used to say I looked like him. I used to love him. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I was, when I played, <laughs> I, was, I was a wannabe striker <laughs> growing up, obviously. Can't play now. I got the plantar fasciitis, so ah oh, man, can't play soccer anymore. But yeah, I was always I always career wanted ending. to be a striker. Anyway, yeah, career ending. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't have my uh, time to shine in beer league soccer. But yeah, the the Ronaldo, the Ronaldo. Okay, boxing. Mike Tyson, the ah, man. The Come myth. on, I'm not a boxing guy, but the guy was a beast. Yeah, like, he he was good. If there's one I thought human he I, I thought he was good, but I thought that when he like he, listen, I'm not gonna take nothing away from him. He was a beast, but I found I found that when he started to fight good competition, he started to lose. So there's one guy I would never want to take a punch from in his prime, and it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even want to take a punch <laughs> from him now. Never mind his prime, <laughs> <laughs> he'd still kill me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, MMA. Who was yours? Oh, so I didn't say it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, hundred percent. Okay, Floyd yeah. Money Mayweather, always been my favorite fighter. I fo- I followed him from the early days. Uh, not a lot of people like him, but I find his finesse style, his technical style, uh, I admire it. I think he's he's, he's great. a good player. All right, go, bro. Uh, <laughs> he's a great good player. Good boxer. Yeah. <laughs> good boxer. <laughs> Who are you, Jonathan Bernier? Uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, he, he was a good player. Very good. <laughs> we grew <laughs> up watching him play. Yeah, <laughs> sh- sure, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Floyd Money Mayweather. Okay. MMA. For real now. GSP. GSP. Hey, hey man. Hey, man. Uh, I like I'm to not do this with a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. I'm not that I'm impressed, not with, impressed with your performance. With performance. <laughs> yeah. The guy's a... He's, a... he's a goat. He's a goat. Greatest of all time. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my attempt at a guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. MMA, uh, George St. Pierre. For me, it's Fedor Emelianenko. Really? Always. Yeah, man. I was a huge fan of Fedor. I know, obviously, he pushed his career too far. He he lost down the stretch. But I f- early, in, I mean, if, if Fedor came to the UFC early, I think he would have dominated. The guy was just a stud. Uh, I really liked him. I mean, he was a small guy, not that great of shape. But, I mean, he just went in there and, and won fights. So, Fedor for me. Okay. And let's end with uh, wrestling. Okay, this could determine the rest of our friendship. If you don't have the same guy as me, we might have a problem. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No? Not the same guy? Oh, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. 100%. 
Me and you growing up, we we both had mashed heads. (laughs) I mean, the Stone Cold Stunner. I used to have that little picture frame of him, you know, that he talks. (laughs) What you crying about, son-in-law? I'll give you something (laughs) to cry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stone Cold. I mean, uh, Hulk Hogan is a close second for me because growing up yeah. I used to watch him a lot, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, definitely number one in my books. Uh, always was a huge fan. He was just so awesome, man. Like, the good guy but the villain, you know, the guy who can kind of play both sides. Like, he was a bad guy, but he but everybody loved him, you know? Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, guy's a legend. For sure. All right, so that's pretty much all we have for today's show. Um, before we go, I just want to say we do have two bonus shows. So this is the season finale of season two. Um, it's been a great ride. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to season two. Yes. Uh, it was awesome. You have anything to say, Gibbs? Yeah, thanks for uh, listening to us, guys. I uh, really appreciate all the love that we get on uh, the social medias. And uh, stick around. We got more and more to go. Yeah, we lo- we look forward. We, yeah, we look forward to coming back for season three. So our two bonus shows will be we'll do be be doing a post draft show. Mm-hmm. So Rick Stevens will join us. We're gonna talk about who we drafted, all that stuff, and then uh, we are gonna do a free agent frenzy show. And then Ooh. after that, we'll be gone until training camp or the end of rookie camp. Yeah. So you're looking at September-ish, end of August, September-ish. But go to allhabs.net. We always have amazing content. You can, we'll be going right through the summer. And our YouTube channel is up. We have our first video, which is the introduction video to our podcast. Go t- check it out. Check Subscribe. it out, guys. Check it out. We have a lot more cool, funny videos coming your way. We, we plan to still keep you guys entertained throughout the summer. So please do that. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much all we have for now. We're going to end the show today on a little bit of a happy note. So I got a little bit of a different song for you. But again, that was season two. Thanks for uh, coming with us for the ride. See you Bye, have a great time.